Welcome to the Common Sense Connections app audio education series. We encourage you to listen carefully to the success and leadership principles discussed in this audio. They have enabled countless independent business owners just like you to build a successful business and have a full and balanced life. Woo! You know what? Look at your faces as I dance. I can read your faces. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> and you know what I saw right there? You guys are wondering just how in the heck this redneck got on stage. <laughs> and you know what? I'm wondering the same thing. So I'm just glad we're on the same page. Because you know what? When you're having fun, time flies. It was like 12 years ago that I was with my family and we were hanging out and um, my cousin comes up to me and says, Nathan, he says, I have something for you. And it was just this little bottle. And I looked at it and I read it and it says pro. And I thought, well, shoot, you're a pro. And uh, he says, I said, what's it going to do for me? He said, it's superfoods. Oh, well, that's cool. And so he said, you drink it and uh, it takes away your aches and pains and you feel better. Well, my back had been hurting, different things, so I said, oh, okay, I'll try, I'll try anything. Well, I, he gave me enough track for two or three days, and after I started drinking this stuff, you guys, I started feeling better. And about three days later, I gave him a call. I said, hey, oh, Austin, you know, come on, tell me about this stuff. You know, what is it? And then tell me about this guy who got you started. Like, who is he? He hangs up the phone. I'm like, Austin? He calls me back a few minutes later, and he says, he'll be to your house tomorrow night. Uh, uh, oh boy. I said, I gotta tell my wife now that this guy's coming to her house tomorrow night to talk about a business. And I said, okay, okay, that'll be alright. So we got the house ready, and we were excited. I was excited. And if we can throw up the first slide, please. That is Mr. Joe who walked into my house that day. Joe and I visited for hours that night. And you guys, it wasn't anything that he told me. Is I felt something right here. So I gave Joe my credit card that night and said, Joe, I'm in business with you. Do you know what I said to him? I said, I'm going to call you tomorrow morning. I don't know if Joe remembers this. I said, I'm going to call you tomorrow morning. I want you to tell me everything to do. And it was kind of a joke because at the time I was his wake-up call. That's what he called me. And so I called him every single day. Well, he says, okay, Nathan, this is the first thing I want you to do. And I remember it was like it was yesterday. And I said, okay, but we got to have some ground rules here, Joski. I said, we got to set some things straight right now. I said, number one is I will work my rear end off. I will do whatever you want me to do as long as I don't have to get up in front of people and speak. <laughs> do you hear me? Are we on the same page? And he says, yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. I said, okay, good. And then so he says, okay, this is the first thing I want you to do, is get a room full of a whole bunch of people, at least 30. Can you do that? And I said, yeah, I got that, no problem. So I had some rock stars on my team, the Whitings, and we went to work together, and we got this room, and it was at this restaurant, and they started filling in, and Joe says, you won't believe it, but the owner of the company from Florida is coming to the party. I thought, man, this is just getting better. So they kept coming in. Joe gets up in front of the room and he welcomes everybody and tells them thanks for coming. Tells them a little bit about the company. Tells them a little bit about the products. The products have been working for me. And he says, you know, this next guy that I want to come up here, he's not going to like this because I told him I wouldn't do this. And I'm like, I start chewing my gum a little bit faster. <laughs> and 
I had this small feeling that this guy he was talking about. And he says, I would like to ask Nathan Cooper to come up and tell his story. And I swallowed my gum. I'm choking it back up. <laughs> I jump up and I run up the front of the room and I tell my story really, really fast. And I go sit back down. Well, later that night, we got through the night. Later that night, I was just being Joe. I said, Joe, what the heck? I thought we had a plan. I was not very happy. And he says, you want to make money, right? I said, yeah. He says, you want to be a leader, right? And I said, yeah. And he says, okay then. And he acted like it wasn't a big deal. And I thought, okay. So that made me think for a little while, right? I was thinking about it. Guys, what I've learned over the last several years is if we don't learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable, then we won't grow. We won't become the people that we need to become to have the big things that we want in our lives, right? And here at Common Sense, big things are happening. And, you know, it was, it really is, that I've heard this said many times, but it really is all about mindset. It really is. Mindset and belief level, as Eddie Freeman says. Mindset. We have to set our minds to exactly what it is that we want. You know, I was at work one day, and I had McCoy with me, my boy, and I had some clients there, and they were talking about why you need to start your kids rodeoing earlier. And I said, you know, we're going to start when they're in fifth grade, because we're going to be rodeoing our whole lives. So we don't need to start any earlier. And they just kept on. Well, we're driving home that day, and McCoy's sitting in the middle of the back seat, and I look in the rearview mirror, and he says, hey, Dad. And I said, yeah. He says, I think we got a shot at those saddles next year if you want to go. I smiled and thought, that's my boy. And uh, I said, well, we'll talk to Mom. And I kept driving, and I thought, no, we won't talk to Mom. I says, yeah, we'll go. I says, but this is the plan. This is the plan. We're going to go to the halfway mark, and if we're in the top three, we're going to keep going. If we're not in the top three, we're going to chalk it up with a great experience, and we're going to go on to the next year. He says, plan. Well, I looked in that rearview mirror, and after we had a plan, after we had a goal, I seen a different look in McCoy's face. I seen a different energy in that boy. And it kind of fired me up. Well, our goal was just to go catch every steer. It wasn't trying to win because we were kind of young. And we went and caught every steer, got points. We get to the halfway mark. McCoy is set in third place. He comes to me and says, Dad, we drew the best steer. He says, Chris Hank says he's a good one. He said, I'm going to take a couple swings, hang it on and go left. And I thought, oh boy, let's stick to the plan. But I let him do his deal. Well, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He took a couple swings, hung it on him, went left, and I wrote him flag drops. And we won the rodeo. It was McCoy's first buckle. We were right up here. Well, when you're right up here, things just keep going. Um, things after that, going to ropings, winning money. And then there was this roping where I hesitated just a little bit, and it changed my life. The hesitation changed my life. And can you play the next video? I'm just going to show you exactly what happened. It's kind of right here. You'll be able to see it. Exactly what happened this day. So then if you pull up the next picture, that is what I did that day. I looked at my thumb and I realized I just took my thumb off. Well, adrenaline kicked in, we got to the hospital, I had several surgeries, and I'm not here to talk about all that, but you can kick the next.
Picture of oh, no, not this yet. Okay, there we go. And so anyways, it was about three weeks after that. I had my arm tied up to my chest like this, and that's how I had to heal for a while. And I got my arm tied up to my chest and went to bed that night. And about 4 o'clock in the morning, my wife screams. And it was not just a normal scream. It was a scream, right? And I jump out of bed, and my ankles are covered in water. My ankles are covered, clear up in water. Well, I start running through the house, and in the middle bathroom, a pipe had busted in the wall and flooded our entire house. So I opened the door, start shoveling water out the doors. Luckily, my insurance agent was a good buddy of mine, and they put us up in a condo on a golf course really close to our house. It was like less than like half a mile from our house. So things worked out pretty good that way. But I was at that condo one day, and I was sitting on the stairs, and I got a phone call that wasn't really that great. And it was kind of some bad news. And I'm sitting on those stairs, and I started to have thoughts that I wasn't really proud of. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I had thoughts about quitting in several different areas. I thought about doing something else. I was having these thoughts that I would just, they were kind of depression thoughts. And I thought about calling somebody. I thought, no, I'm not going to bore somebody. I'm not going to bring somebody else into this. And then I thought there for a minute. I put my head between my legs. And I thought, you're not a quitter. You're a go-getter. You're a fighter. You're a family man. And I started thinking about all these things. Personal image. I started thinking about all these things. Well, guys, this is kind of magic. When you really get in tune with your uh, self-image, you feel something right here. Well, I felt something that day that moved me so strong. I dove off of those stairs, and I thought, I don't ever want to lose this feeling because it's magic. And it's. I went to work. I learned how to swing a rope again. And we can kick the next pic picture up, if you can. Not the video, but the picture. No. You can back up. That's all right. And so uh, I, I went to work, and, and things started to happen. Well, me and McCoy won a saddle at the end of that year. It was a highlight for us in that year. We won the saddle. Well, we were right up here, y'all, after we won that saddle. And we went into the next year, and we were just going through the motions. We didn't have a game plan. We didn't have our mindset on exactly what we wanted to do. And halfway through the year, we fell behind. Well, when we fell behind, we had to start playing catch-up. And we got to state finals, and we were like second place. And we were a ways behind first place. And I told McCoy, I said, you know what? At state this year, we got to win the rounds. we got to go after the average, and we, got, we can't make mistakes. Well, when you're thinking don't make mistakes, you usually make mistakes, but we, we did pretty good under pressure. And, but I'm just going to tell you what happened, because I'm moving right along here. Um, McCoy won second place that year. And I could see the frustration and the hurt on his face. And it hurt me. I had to sit through the award ceremony and watch all this happen. But I watched McCoy do something that I thought was a winning act. He walked over and shook the guy's hand that beat him. And I thought, you know what, that's going to do more for him than anything else that could have happened. Well, that summer we had a lot of time to think about things, and we all know our thoughts. I've been really focusing on my thoughts and thinking about my thoughts after last night. But I tell you what, I talked to McCoy, and I said, McCoy, this year, and this was last year, I said, it's going to be different. This year is going to be different, and I'll tell you why. I said, we're going to have a mindset that's going to be so big that we're going to be able to accomplish something a lot smaller. 
And I started to get excited. I said, what do you want? I said, what do you want? And he says, I want to win the team open. I want to win the breakaway. I want to win the goats. And I want to win the all round. So I said, wow, that's big. That's pretty much all you can win. And he says, yeah, that's what I want, Dad. So with that mindset, we started going through the year. And we started having success. But we had to remind each other about this mindset, what we set our minds to throughout the year. Well, state finals comes around. We were ahead. And we were ahead by quite a bit, but it wasn't quite as big as what we dreamed. Then, the other thing that happened is he was, he was set in second place in the breakaway. He was one point behind. By the time the short goal rolls around in the goats, the top four was a half a second apart. Goats was the first event at state finals in the short goal. Short goal is kind of exciting. That's where you crown the champions. That's where everybody wins their saddle. That's where we know who won the whole year. Stuff like that. Well, Goats comes along, and McCoy, I'm talking to him back there behind the arena, and I told McCoy, I said, McCoy, this is a one-header right here. I said, you've got to go fast. Ride down there as fast as you can. Get off your horse, and let's get this goat tied. Well, he enters the arena. He says, Dad, I got the feeling. When he tells me he has the feeling, that means he's ready to go do what he's going to do, right? And so he said, Dad, I got the feeling. So I knew things were good. He steps in the arena, goes fast as he can. He lands the landing, runs to the goat, gets it tied, throws his hands in the air, and the goat strains, kicks, gets up. No time. Well, I felt like some energy came out of me. I looked at McCoy. He ducked his head, and he kind of hung his head low. But he was on the way to the horse trailer to get on a different horse. Well, I had to run clear around the arena to meet McCoy. And as I made my way around to the other end, um, I got there and I said to my brother, I said, where's McCoy? And he said, he's in the horse trailer. And I'm thinking, you know, this is moving along pretty fast. Why is he not on his horse? And I opened up the horse trailer. I said, McCoy, what's going on? He's like, but dad. And I says, no. I said, what did you come here to do? I said, what do you want? I'm going to ask you guys right now, what did you come to this event for? And what do you want it to do for you? What do you want? And that's what I continued to ask McCoy. And when he looked at me, he didn't have to tell me anything. He reached down, grabbed his breakaway rope, walked out of the horse trailer and crawled on his horse. We didn't have much time. We got to the arena, and we're walking over there. And now, instead of telling you what happened in the breakaway, I'm going to show you a video. But it's kind of cool because I asked him a bunch of questions before it started. And I wasn't there when he answered these questions, so I think it's pretty cool. But listen to what he says. Is McCoy Cooper. McCoy is from Winchester Hills, St. George, Utah. He's 11 years old in the fifth grade. When he grows up, he wants to be a champion and a direct salesperson. His horses' names are Game Changer, Little Man, JD, and Gunner. Hobbies outside of rodeo are sports, read, fish, and hunt. Bear foods, tacos. The hero, the hero is his father. Get him, get him. Oh, buddy, ride. Good yeah! Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! So, all McCoy had to do right there was rope that calf. His horse kind of wanted to short him a little bit. He kicked up, got him caught. I knew he just won the breakaway at that point. I was fired up. I was excited. But I was like, I'm not getting up here. I was thinking, what's next? So I ran over to the trailer, and I said to McCoy, I says, good job, bud, but what's next? And he says, team roping, Dad, I got it. He had that feeling back. He had the energy back. He says, I got this. Well, now we'll kick up the next picture. I'm just going to show you. He was the high point winner for the weekend, which he had an incredible state. 
Let's pick up the next picture. He won three saddles. He won three out of the four saddles that he wanted. You guys, this industry has done so much for my family in the mindset. It really is all about mindset. If we kick up, how do we keep that mindset though? Is I think about my girls and they're passionate. Guys, we have to be passionate about what it is that we want. We have to get, we, like Tyler Libby says, we have to, so got to get us excited. And then we keep that mindset. We'll kick up the next slide here. That's just my girls here again. And kick up one more. Right here, I'm going to talk about this horse. And this is the Kentucky Derby. Rich Strike. He ran this year. You know what? He was just a common sorrow. It wasn't anything special. Commentators didn't even talk about him. Tell you what, the jockey, they said he was a hard worker, but hadn't even won that many races. He was in the paddock getting ready. They head down the starting gates, you guys. Think about this, and they're all getting in the starting gates, and all the horses are just a little bit antsy. They know what's fixing to go on. Well, something awesome happened. This horse steps into the starting gates, and the announcer says, and they're running. They're off and running. And guess what happened? This horse fell back to about 12th place. 11 horses were in front of him. Look at the dirt on him. He was getting dirt kicked on him. All kinds of crazy stuff happening. Do you think his mindset could have been like, I'm going to settle for third, fourth? You know, I don't know where I'm going to end up in this race. Well, as they come around the end, they enter the home stretch. This horse right here starts passing one horse at a time. Not two, one horse at a time. All the way, and he finds a gust of speed and blows by the head horse. Now, I think about that story right there, and it just gives me cold chills. Because you want me to tell you why? A horse always knows where you're looking. When you're on their back, they know exactly where you're looking. And guess where that jockey was looking? You know what? There's something different about this horse when he entered the starting gates. He had the desire to win. The jockey had the desire to win the race. Guys, when the gates open after this convention, be ready to take action. Be ready to get after it and be ready to do it. You know, a good friend of mine from Arizona, I was talking to him the other day and I love it. It makes me smile every time I talk to him. But he always says, you know what, Nathan? It's all good. It really is. It's all good. But he added something to it the other day that just made me almost fall over because he never does it. And I feel like it was for this event. He says, Nathan, you've got it going on. Well, I'm going to tell each and every one of you down there in them chairs, you got it going on because you decided to be here. Give yourself a round of applause. You decided to be here. And then he said one more thing, and this, this is magic right here. He said, put the spurs to it. I'm here to tell you, take action, put the spurs to it because big things are happening here at Common Sense. Thank you. This audio series was created to help you with personal development, professional development, and gaining the skills to build a sustainable business. While certainly no one can guarantee success, it is our hope that the principles and ideas discussed here will enable you to experience the thrill of accomplishment and offer your life greater significance and enjoyment. This is a copyrighted program. The purchase of the program is optional, and any unauthorized reproduction or broadcast of this digital media without express written consent is strictly prohibited. All rights are reserved.